Hi, Jesse. Hi, buddy. <laughs> How are, are you? How are, are you today? We're recording. We're recording? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm so nervous. Authorities are desperately searching for a killer accused of going on a rampage. Now the search for a possible serial killer. An urgent manhunt for a man authorities believe is behind a triple killing spree. Police here speculating that a possible serial killer may have struck again. I told her to get out of the car, and that's when she became afraid, and then I shot her. Welcome to Jesse Wiseman's Crime Corner, back by popular demand of nine or ten people now, which Mm -hmm. I'm very excited about. Um, But we have to say today we are missing a key mustache. We are. The mustache is in here. It's usually three mustaches. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I have one. Oh. I have one. Yep. Where do you keep it? I I try and get rid of it as much as possible, but... It's good makeup. What I have said before <laughs> was I um, I need a, a tweezer friend, which is a person that if you are in a coma at any point, they come to the hospital and tweeze off all the like the whiskers and the things. Because if I was in a coma and I didn't wax and stuff, you and I would be <laughs> twins. You and I would be twins. Twins. It's true of every girl, pretty little, much. At least, like, a little. You'd have a little bit, some more than others, right? An older gal will have a, will have a thicker whisker, keeps, right? Yeah. Like, because you get it in your ears over time. At least men do. Dudes do, yeah. And yeah. then women get a chin. A little bit. And it's funny. It's almost like a catfish. It's not everywhere. It's just a catfish. Like, if... Actually, I know that. My grandma had that. Yeah. Once in a while, you'd see it start to come in. I'd be right. like, Grandma Nuts. Grandma who? Oh, her name was, yeah, we called her Grandma Nuts, yeah. Grandma Nuts. Yeah, that was her name, because she was crazy. Grandma Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and she knew She knew this. She knew it. She yeah. knew it. She loved it. Okay. She would tell people, oh, just call, her name was Rose, but she was like, just just call me Grandma Nuts. Oh, yeah. I love her. All her grandchildren all called her that. We didn't. Most of us didn't know her uh, real name till we got older. And she was just crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's the beauty of being an old gal. Yeah, she she like, she was crazy. She'd buy you treats, you mm. know. But you had to eat all your food. That was like her one rule. Like, she was the one that made the rule, like, if you serve yourself, eat everything on your plate. Or Ooh. let me serve you, and when you're not, when you're full, you don't have to eat at all. That that's an interesting rule that I think has gone to the wayside only because it's made a... Um, a little bit of a generation of fat kids, right? Because, <laughs> like, the idea that you need to, like, fit, you know, it, like, ingrains things early. Where, like, if it's, if it's on the plate, you have to eat it, right? Yeah. As opposed to, like, eat until you're full, and then you can stop. Do you know I what I mean? I didn't think about it that way. I thought the purpose was, like, be appreciative of the food you have. It is, and it probably taught you. Yourself. It probably taught you to, like, make smaller portions, and then if you want more go back right but sometimes it can breed a um a gluttonous fat bastard i mean you know but i don't think grandma nuts was doing that no well she was mean she like she because she was nuts i have a story the the, i've said this on iconoblast already but uh short version of it was everyone ate dinner i was i served myself because i was like i'm grown up now sure 
and there was fries, French fries, and I put a bunch of ketchup for the French fries. I ate everything except for the ketchup. She was like, you can't fucking go. I was like, can I be excused? And she was like, eat the ketchup. So you had to just yeah. like. I ate it. Oh, see, <laughs> now, you know, and then we're getting into nuts, the nuts part of it, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's so fun <laughs> until she makes you literally eat ketchup with your hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yep. again, there's a lesson in there somewhere. Yeah, I I'm sure. What, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I know that I eat a lot now. Do you I know don't what I mean? like ketchup. There so you go. That. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Too much sugar, too. So thank but, you, Grandma Nuts. Yeah. Rest in for peace, that. Grandma. R.I.P. Grandma Nuts. <laughs> uh, speaking of crazy ladies, is that a good transition? Very good. <laughs> so Joel and I are flying solo. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of like weird transitions. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know how it's how it's going to go. I feel hopeful. You know, we're the two we're the t- two dirt bags yep. back together. That's the right. Ridge crew. OGs. The OGs, dude, been doing it since fucking two thousand six. Well, we shouldn't say the the dates, right? Because it makes us it dates us. We don't care, dude. They don't know how old we were in two thousand six. Exactly yeah, right. We could have been six. Just fucking drinking, <laughs> drinking, drinking, smoking, smoking, jacking, jerking, jerkin', right? At six years old, dude. Motorcycle boom. <laughs> Classic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So we have moved on, guys, from the it's always the husband. Okay. I don't, I don't want to always go after you guys. You know, it wasn't really meant to be like man-hating at all. Uh, but it was just, you know, I think it's a good thing to see the different ways that, uh, men and women kill each other, mm-hmm. especially when they're married. Right. Yeah. It's very different. One is smarter, right? One's more about it or one's just smarter. You know what I mean? And that's the women, obviously, but. Um, we are going to move on to our it's always it's always the wife series, and we are going to start with the worst of them all. Okay. Possibly. And you I, don't know. This is cool. I don't know anything about. This. You don't know anything about it. You don't know. Again, we do. Like, did they do it? You even said in the last one when you were editing, there were moments when you were looking yes. at articles and stuff where you were like. Did he like I don't you don't know right. because if you look through things at, through the lens of they did it already, you can find all kinds of find things. all kinds of reasons why they did it. If you look through the lens of they didn't, you can find all kinds of things that the police did wrong and, you know, right. things they didn't investigate enough or things that they jumped to conclusions. On. So right. it's depending on where you're looking at it from. So you are coming at this from like, I don't know. Yeah. Did the police get it wrong or did she really do it? Right. Well, if it's a woman, I'm pretty sure that they did it. Boom. So <clears throat> Stacy Castor, right? Okay. Um, in 1985, Stacy Daniels at the time was living in Syracuse, New York, when she met Michael Wallace Stacey, at a bar. What's up? Stacy, what's up, girl? 17 years old, she's in a bar, okay. right? Love her already. Yep, smart. Smart, fun, good time gal in New York, (laughs) right? Getting Mm -hmm. into the bar with her fake ID. I don't know if I could have used my fake ID at 17. It was iffy at like 19 when I was used. You know what I mean? 
It was yeah. kind of like the people that took the ID had to be like, we don't care. Cause there was, you had a fake ID? Yeah. It was someone that I worked with in, at Domino's that looked, and I'm telling you, exactly like me. No shit. But she was 29. Oh. And I was 19. And, like, uh, had a big, chubby baby face and was clearly, <laughs> like, 18, 19. And so when I used the ID, it had to be, you know, the person that took it had to just be like, be we like- don't. We don't fucking care. Like, yeah. we don't think this they is knew. you. Yeah. But we're also not, I'm not a cop. You and know what I mean? Also, they wouldn't get in trouble. Right. So it's it kind of like. It would be your fault if something happens. So. Right. So it's kind of like, uh, go. Go into the hut and play pool, right? Remember the hut and the hub? Yes. Classics. In, in Ojai. In Ojai and Ventura, I know. Wait, the hut and the hub. Which one's the, the one that's not on the main strip? The one that's. So the one that's the hut is the bar that's literally uh, in Miner's Oaks, and it's like house, 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 bar, house, house, right? That's the I like that one. Yeah, that one's the best. But the bartender at the Hub was my my favorite. She's, I think she'd been working there, like, at that time for 10 years. Oh, they always do. Now, in these kind of bars that we're talking about, (laughs) the gals are... She had red hair, dyed red. Hard living gals, 55, right? Just beat up, but nice, but mean. <laughs> nice, but mean, almost yeah. like grandma nuts. But <laughs> yeah, they like, exactly. um, they like. You could tell they were like a real cute, fun time gal back in the day. Now Dirtbag crew, salty. and they just never reformed, right? <laughs> yeah. And like, I love that. We need those people in yes. life. But we don't need to be them. We don't need to be them, but yeah. <laughs> we need them. And I will say you're going back for Thanksgiving. Whenever I go back, there is a refreshing, uh, comfort, you know, it's a comfortable feeling. It makes me feel good that, like, all those same people are, like, there. Are still doing that. They're thing. all on the, you know, and you need that. If this is a yeah. simulation, I need to be able to go back to, like, the bar you, you from our dirt, dirt bag, bag day, yes. It's also a little bit, uh, you know, it's kind of motivating. Like, okay, yes. I didn't turn out like this. Yes, because Not to talk shit on them. Because no, 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 no. But no. you know what I mean. Because they're happy, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like we are. We've got some other. We're problems. struggling. We're trying to like make businesses work. Like these fucking people that are on the bar stool, at the hut and the hub, are the purest form of just like happiness. Right. I don't want for anything more than I have. I'm good with this. I go to my fucking local. I see all my friends. I work I at have the bar and then I drink at the and bar. And then I drink at the bar and then I go home. And I Ugh. do it again the next Beautiful. day, right? Beautiful. Yeah. Simple. Anyways, sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> so she was in there at 17. Michael, uh, the guy that she met in the bar, he was six years older and was kind of a wild dude. A dirt nice. bag. So we're at the hut. We're, we're basically at the hut That's, in Syria. In my mind, mm-hmm. it's the hut in this other town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 17-year-old Stacy, she uses her fake ID. There's Michael, six mm-hmm. years older. She's like, yes. Michael was the life of the party, and Stacy fell in love with him and was just like, they started dating. She was deeply in love with him, enamored, Wait if a minute. you will. I've learned this from this show. The life of the party means... Mm. Or is it the, what was, that's it, right? Or the voice? Well, you could say about Michael when he walked into a room. 
He lit it up. Oh, he lit it up. He lit up, up, room, he lit up the room, right? He came in. The party started. Everybody loved him, right? So she would later describe Michael as the love of her life. And after three years of dating, the two married on April 7th, 1990, and had their first daughter, Ashley, that same year. A year later, the couple welcomed their second child, Bree. What should have been the best time in the young family's life was often ruined by fights, mostly over Michael's uh, dirtbag ways. Let's be honest. It was mostly over... It's fun for everybody else. Right. And, like, when he goes back to the bar, I bet he still lights up the room. When he comes home, people aren't feeling... Yeah, we don't need that. His wife and and daughters are not feeling like he's the life of the party, right? (laughs) Yeah. And even if he is, that's not what they're really wanting right then. Um... So uh, he struggled with, dr- with drugs and alcohol for many years, but they were young. So we have to think about, you know, they're in early 30s. Young couple. Right. Young. You but, were, but they met when, they, when she was 17? She was 17. He was six years older. Okay. And so now they're in their sh- 30s? I mean, he so is. This, and she's in her like late 20s. Yes. Ish. Okay. And so, but he's still just keeping... The party going, but and he's still never 10 years really younger in his head, right? Um, he's a jackass. He's a fun dirt bag. Do you know what I mean? Michael ended up serving a short prison sentence for a DUI, and once <laughs> once he got out of jail, he actually cut down dramatically on his drinking and dirt bagging. So that kind of okay. was the impetus for him to clean it up. Like I've hit rock bottom. I you know I need to be there more for my family. Okay, well, that's impressive. That's impressive. We have some dirtbags in our community of friends that have gotten more that than will one not, DUI. Yes. Yeah. And um, are you talking about me? Do you have more than one? Yeah, I've cleaned it up, bud. So. <laughs> no, you don't. I thought you had one. Technically three. No. Jesse, well. This is Patreon, yeah. yeah Starting from 16 to. That was before we knew each other. Then. Yeah, so from 16 to. Uh, this is Patreon. That When's doesn't mean li- people aren't going to listen to it. No, I know, but it will be like, it won't be the masses, right? Like a mother-in-law maybe or like, we, uh, oh, true. Drop it. Anyways, I only have one. Um, <laughs> so the, the two were finally getting on the right track. Uh, they both got good jobs. And although they weren't rich, they were doing well and living a normal, happy life. Okay. But on their 10th wedding anniversary... The couple was starting to have problems, and Stacy would tell her friends that she wanted a divorce. Oh, fuck. Around the same time, Michael was getting mysterious waves of sickness, and he was acting unsteady. He was coughing uncontrollably. He was. Um, he also looked swollen to friends and family, who finally convinced him to go to the doctor. So. He went to the doctor. The doctor told him it must be like an inner ear thing or vertigo or something because I can't, I, I don't see anything really wrong with you. Um, Michael told the doctor that I feel like I'm drunk, but I'm not drinking anymore. Like, I'm not, yeah. like, I won't drink anything. Not that he's like sober, but he's like, I won't drink anything that day and I'll feel like I'm wasted. And the doctor's like, cool, bye. So, <laughs> you know. I don't want to get into a rant about the healthcare system, but yeah. I'm sure he didn't have maybe the best insurance, the best doctor, what have what you. What state is this in again? Syracuse, New York. So it's like oh. a close to Syracuse. So it's like kind of outskirts. And at this time before 
you know, the great wave of the tech or the, you know, the people moving from New York to get really nice houses outside of the city. Mm. Before that, there was some real kind of white, trashy, woodsy type little towns around New York. And that's kind of where they lived. Just middle class, like, you know. Um, So a few days later after he got sent home, 12-year-old Ashley, his daughter, noticed her dad acting weird, lying on the couch. He was making weird faces and noises, and he would, like, raise his arm weirdly and drop it down and would go in and out of consciousness, kind of not making any sense. I think she probably was, like, because she's seen him kind of drink a lot was kind of like he's just drunk you know what i mean like he's passed out on the on the couch just drinking exactly like that probably seemed like a blackout time that she'd seen before so she needed to leave to go get her little sister from the bus stop and when she returned there was an ambulance at the house stacy took the girls to a neighbor's and when michael arrived at the hospital he was pronounced dead of an of a heart attack Um, I know. And Ashley, the 12-year-old, always blamed herself for her father's death because she thought maybe there was something that she could have done or she could have called earlier. I mean, she's fucking 12. And, you know, sorry if your dad's a dirtbag. You're going to... You're going to think it's fine because... Yeah, you're not going to call every time he's passed out on the couch. Like, I'm sorry. So it's actually strange for a 38-year-old... A healthy 38-year-old man to die of a heart attack with no underlying anything, family history, anything. So yeah. uh, an autopsy would for sure find out the answers of why exactly he died, what was underlying, what was happening. But Stacy refused the autopsy, stating that she didn't want the body all cut up like that. Mm-hmm. Shit. And in the state of New York at the time, the wife has the right to do that. I'm not sure if it's that way anymore. But um, if there's no evidence of any kind of foul play, it's really up to her yeah. if she wants an autopsy done. Now, look, any normal person will be like, I want to know what happened to him. I want to know True. if maybe I have to worry about some family history for my kids. Like, a normal person would be like, yes, Let's I want to know. Yeah. This is cra- This is weird. It was out of nowhere that he started getting sick. But Are the scars going to be bad? Can you just keep the scars to a minimum on the body? I I know what they do to <laughs> bodies, and I don't. I mean, please. Yeah. This was that's, back in the day, dude. That's already iffy, right? It's already iffy, right? But like at the same time, you don't know. No, There's I mean, cer- if he's been drinking the whole time and he's saying he's sober when he's not, and she's kind of over it anyway, she's like, you know what? They're not really like, that I'm, close anymore. Yeah, he's I'm just fucking done. Shit-faced. I'm done. He had a heart attack. He was drinking too much. Whatever it was. I don't want to know if he had cirrhosis of the liver, any fucking thing. Like, I'm done. Yeah. So this isn't like an immediate red flag at this point. Although the family, uh, Michael Wallace's family, obviously is a little bit pissed about it, but they have no say. Right. So Stacy, now a 29-year-old widower with a $55,000 insurance payout, was ready to move on with her life. And a year later, that's pretty soon. It's not a lot of money, but it's enough. You can um, at that enough. time. At that time, if you don't have a lot and your expenses are low, like I could make. I mean, that's a dirt like bag, a dirt bag can make that last three years. <laughs> a dirt bag, but like, yeah, normal person. If you didn't pay any bills and you just like went out and did shit all the time, like that's a good chunk. 
I could go three months. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can make that thing last for three months. Dinners, vacations, all that Just shit. Travel, all Forget of it. it. Mm-hmm. PJs. What year is this? So this is uh, 2000, to- 1999 to 2000. So, shit. you know, that's a, that's a good amount, right? Yeah. I mean, she thought the world was going to end. Like, sorry, no offense, but for a poor white trash lady, which she was, like, that's a fucking lot. Yeah. That's dope. Good for her. Right? <laughs> good for her. <laughs> Calm down, dude. Okay. So a year later, not a lot of time. Not a lot of time. A little weird. Uh, Stacy was introduced to David Castor, the man who would become her second husband. David was financially secure, um, and he himself was, was freshly divorced with one son. Uh, David and Stacy hit it off with uh, immediately, and within two years, they were married. Um, Stacy also would become the office manager of David's business. That was that surprised me because you said her last name in the beginning, and now I'm finding out it's someone else. Right. Okay. So she started out as Stacy Daniels. She married Michael Wallace, and then finally, now she's now she's uh, married to David Castor, and that is going to be her new noom, husband. Noom de plume, <laughs> plume, noom de plume. Yeah. What does that mean? Pen name. Mm. Okay. No one knows. I've just heard it, but no one knows <laughs> yeah. what it means. Oh, see, this is why Coop is. Yeah, yeah, because he would be able to be like, actually, that means, damn it. The original time. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. 1946. So I think born. this is a good show to realize, like, what Coop brings, which is like. Uh, it's just two dummies now. Yeah, now it's just two dummies, and what he does is kind of fact check in real time (laughs) what we say because he is this kind of font of information. Yeah. He doesn't have to look stuff up, I think, hardly ever on Google. He'll just be like, oh, yeah, that was in 19 blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, I don't understand people like that. I've I've watched him, like, when we're, even when we're, like, drinking, hanging out, like, back in the day, he would... He uh, he doesn't smoke anymore, but when he was a smoker, he'd be like, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Yeah. And he'd always be on his phone. And if you would look at it, it's just text always. Like every cigarette break that that guy took So it's not life, like, oh, I'm scrolling through pictures. He didn't it's, even have Instagram or Facebook. He, he's like, literally just over, reading. Just reading every cigarette break. That was his. That's he's why I was so like, oh, that's how he learned everything. He he's just, just so smart. And there's certain people that like retain information in a way that I can't even uh imagine right yeah. i can't even comprehend like how you would read something and be like oh yeah and, t- and pick out dates and no yeah I have and to he mem- just keeps I have to memorize. it he's got like a file cabinet of stuff Dude, when we made our movie back in the day yeah i would always in the q a's i would get asked camera questions i was studying before the q a's because i couldn't even remember the camera like the the tech part of the camera that i shot a movie on Right. Like I knew it at the time, and then after a couple of weeks, it just goes away. So I'd have to Same. like refresh. Same. Because yeah. we're more just like either in the moment creative creatives, yeah. right? Which is like, oh, I just know how to do this right now or make this look. But if you ask me all the steps that I just went through, I Couldn't can't tell, tell you. you. No. Yeah. Does that mean we're dumb? No, I mean, I think that means we're genius. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, good. 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 Um, so they were doing good. She was working at his business. Things were fine, but problems quickly arose. Stacy. 
Wait, with a new husband? Yeah. Oh, no. I know. I know. Um, so mostly because David was not really good with her daughters and basically just, like, did not get along with them. Wasn't very fun. Wasn't the life of the wasn't party. Wasn't fun. Wasn't taking them on <laughs> as his own either. Wasn't getting along with them. It was very much, like, almost wanted to just hang out with her and be like, I, your kids are just kind of something that goes along well, with it. that's kind of fucked up. Though. Yeah. It is, but it happens, right? You marry someone for them, and then they come along with kids, True. and like, wouldn't that be discussed ahead of time, though? One hundred percent, he's in the wrong. I'm just saying, like, it's it's common. Um, so on David and Stacy's second wedding second wedding anniversary, the two were supposed to go away for like a nice celebration, but Stacy couldn't find anyone to watch the kids, and just kind of suggested that maybe they go along and they do like a family thing like that would be a nice if it's an anniversary that's what she wanted so apparently this caused a huge fight between the couple and Stacy took the girls to a neighbor's once again um, just for the night and then they continued to fight right like she didn't want them around while this big possibly uh, marriage ending fight was happening Um, the next morning the next morning yeah because I don't think that... Yeah, you're right. You're right. My mom never did that shit. She'd fucking throw down. Same. Yeah. I but saw at the time, crazy but, shit. But if we, if we really go back to it, like, I don't think they knew. Like, you don't have the forethought to be like, hey, kids, I'm about to really fight with your, hus- your dad. Yeah. Hardcore. Let me just take you over. And the, that's like cooling off period, right? Like, it never is... It's weird to have the forethought of like... I'm going to fucking go off on this motherfucker, right? (laughs) Like, (laughs) because really any type of like cooling off, even if it's just taking the kids next door, coming back and then being like, okay, ready to fight. It would be like, what are we even fighting about? It has to be like in the, in the moment. So that would be premeditative in a way. She was a little bit or a battle. Right. Or she just kind of knew where it was going. She knew him well enough to be like, maybe she wasn't ready to fight, but she knew that he was like ramping up because she had like gone through this before. She saw it coming. Right. So she's like, okay, fine. You just stay here and get all fucking pissed and I'll be back. She's going to. Never mind. I was going to say. So the next morning. Yeah. Double kill? The next morning, (laughs) the police uh, receive. A, Holy shit! It's a it's kind of just like a welfare check, right? Um, so I'm gonna play this, but in this call, um, Stacy calls uh, the police, not nine one one, but she had gone to work and she calls the police and says, "You know, I left I left um, my husband at home. He's not answering. He locked himself in the room. Can you guys?" come check on him i'm worried basically okay so when detectives arrive state so it wasn't like a 911 call she was calling she police for police a for a welfare like hey i'm worried about my husband can, can you, you just, just come by? just go check on him cuz like i don't know what's going on we were fighting he locked himself in the room blah 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 so when detectives arrived stacy was sitting in a lawn chair in front of the house she explained that david locked himself in the room and was drinking and hasn't come out so she wasn't t- at work she was at work when she called and then came back home 
because she called she him, came back there. home. She wanted to be there to explain what was going on. So detectives busted down the door and found David deceased on the bed. They surveyed the scene and noticed two glasses on the nightstand, one with bright green liquid and one with brandy in it. And they were both like cocktail glasses. Also under the bed was an empty bottle of antifreeze. Stacy told police that David was depressed about his father's recent death and was talking about suicide and basically setting the scene for it to be suicide, right? So despite the scene looking like a suicide, which if they had just gone there and didn't do any further investigation, it would be like, okay, suicide. Yeah. Um, investigators weren't convinced. It felt really weird. And so they collected evidence such as prints and DNA on the glasses, and they began searching the house. And in the trash can in the kitchen, they found a turkey baster with green droplets in it. Oh. Middle of August, turkey baster. It's not November. It's not like today, which is a couple days before Thanksgiving. It'd be pretty normal to find a turkey baster, right? So Interesting. In Torasant. In Torasant. <laughs> so let's talk about suicide by antifreeze really quick. It's probably the worst way that someone worst and slowest way that someone can go someone can die yeah i had someone in my family uh do that what and i do a uh a stepbrother and i don't know if he knew that it would really do that or if he was trying to just like make a statement yeah but drank it and then called and was like called his dad and was like you know yeah, I just, like, drank antifreeze, like, fuck you. Fuck. And it was a real slow, real horrible death that you can't do anything about. So you can't reverse what's happening. You literally just have to get someone in the hospital and keep them comfortable. So if someone were to... Until they die? Even there's if nothing. you fill them with fluids, you... Nothing sure, you can do. Nothing it you gets can do. these crystals fuck. into the organs, and it just slowly breaks down organ by organ until you're dead. Jesus. Um, so it's not a typical way. Like, it's not something I don't know if anyone knows this. Like, I don't know why you would ever choose this way to die. David had guns in the house, by the way. Yeah, why not just fuck? So, like, if you really head. wanted to kill yourself, why would you choose the most painful, slowest, horrible way to go? Yeah. Not sure, right? That's weird. But, you know. That's what she's saying. So here's what they found in the evidence collection. So they found David's DNA on the glass with the antifreeze. So like on the lip of it, but no fingerprints on the side, which means like if he was holding it, there would be his. If Stacy was holding it, it would be hers. So basically what we kind of get from that is like things were wiped off, right? Because yeah. there's no if, way if that there wouldn't that be, it's right, a it's right. a glass in their home. If anybody grabbed it, whether it was him or her or whatever, there would be fingerprints on it, unless it and was wiped was off. None. none, except for DNA just on the lip of the glass. There was also found they found David's DNA on the tip of the turkey baster, 
but no prints on the bulb. So they weren't able to find because what she was kind of saying is that that is how he got it into. She was like, I guess that's how he got it into his mouth. Right. Like he couldn't drink it and he just had to like get it in there. So, but there was his, his family. Use a turkey baster to, to drink some antifreeze. Thank you. It's questionable, but it's not impossible. Sure. Right. So when you go through things like this in evidence, you have to have a clear cut. Like this was definitely this or this was definitely that. So in this instance, it's like, okay, maybe he did that. But why was there no. How was there no prints on the glass that was brought in? So a couple weird things, but. Turkey baser would be like uh, like a beer bong kind of. It would just Maybe be a like, good. Ew, soup, it'd be an gross. easy way. Yeah. Get it all down at once. To get it all down, if that's <laughs> yeah. really what you wanted to do, yeah. or if somebody wanted you to do it, right? So suicide by turkey baster was really <laughs> nothing that the detectives had ever seen before. Yeah. Um, so they were they were obviously not feeling good about it and feeling skeptical, but. Mm, but. Unfortunately, detectives can't just have a feeling and arrest people because of it, right? Right. So they have to have hard evidence. Even if they know for a fact this bitch did something. There's obviously something fucking wrong. And they know it. Innocent until proven guilty. But detectives are pretty good at knowing that stuff. It's just a matter of, like, how, how much evidence they can get together to have a case because you can't just go into the judge and be like, hey, man, I just kind of feel like this is weird. Right. You have to be like this and this exhibit a. So for two years, the detectives knew something was off, but they didn't have enough evidence to convict. So detectives decided she got away with this shit, too. Well, detectives are the case is not closed. Right. So they're still kind of waiting for something to happen. They tapped Mm. her phone. They are kind of still on the case, but just waiting Mm. for maybe her to mess up again or something to happen or, you know, forensics to kind of uh, advance advance so that they could test. I don't know. But basically, they're just waiting on it. It's not closed. Um, And so they decide. Well, let's maybe interview her ex-husband, right? She had an ex-husband. Let's go and interview him. Oh, fuck. And they were very surprised to find (laughs) out that he actually died, too. Um, And in that instance, it's kind of like, look, one dead husband is, like, horrible. It's bad luck. It's the worst. Two... Dead husbands. Yeah. What, what's a, it's one time shame on you, two times shame on me, right? Right. I yeah. don't. How does that apply? Well, <laughs> I guess shame on the husband for <laughs> for being with her. No, I guess you're not unlucky. You're fucking you're a fucking murderer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like like no one is that just unlucky, right? In life. Like, there's no way that you can just have two husbands. Like, you can, but very yeah. rare. You can have two wives, apparently, if you listen to the last episode. They both died. Yes, but when did they catch him on the second one? Because you mm. can't. That's just too weird. 
For if you could pull it off, it's like a get out of jail free card. Cause it's, and if you try and do it again, you're a fool. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. But anyway. You got to have balls of steel well, or labes of steel. In this labes case. of steel or you just have to be like, I know what I'm doing. Just with anything, you get away with it once. You're pretty sure you can get away you with it, it again, again, right? Fuck. You're smart enough. You know everything, whatever. Um, so they found out that the other, the ex-husband that they wanted to interview, dead. Um, so without Stacy knowing, they actually exhumed Michael Wallace's body. Wait, what does that mean? They right dug him up. up. Oh, shit. Brought him back. It did an autopsy. Um, it hadn't been too, too long, so there was still enough soft tissue in certain places that they can test long, certain couple, things. A couple years. years at that point. So he died. She married David Castor two years later. And then this, so this was four years after. Isn't it weird that in both these cases, the fucking cops, like, had no clue about their deceased better half? Prior, I know, and like no history. Like, do, do they have well, a history because, look, of violence in their life? Because look, like if if it is just you know, if it is suicide and they're looking into that, they're she, not always going to go into her history. And at the moment right. that they were trying to, they find out he's dead, right? So they were. It was just a little bit later. And by the way, in all of these cases, we are learning like they the cops move so slow on this shit. Yeah. I know there there is a lot of like Red paperwork tape. they have to submit to get even warrants enough to look at anything to go talk to people. I mean, they have to literally cover every one of their bases, and they have other cases, right? So it is yeah. crazy sometimes yeah, how long <laughs> you think about two years. These guys are she's free. Freaking out a little bit, but got away with it. And she knows the case is still open. She knows the case is still open, and I think she kind of knows that they're... They know something's up. ...thinking, just because of the evidence, and they probably still ask her stuff, whatever. They've probably done, like, what you see in movies where the detective's like, I know. Yeah. (laughs) What's up? Yeah, I'm I'm coming for you. I'm gonna fucking get you, bitch, (laughs) right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, they probably did something like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. just like the movies. Just like the movies. Just yeah. like the movies. Although in the movies, it moves super quick, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, they know they did it, and they right just the run case. right to their house and, and arrest them. Not how it works. Um, And I I never understand why these people don't fucking just run to Mexico during this time. True. Well, one did. Is that the la- the one before last? Yes. Said he was going to Canada. Exactly to right. So, but he was weirdly smart, dude. Had money. Remember, he had the money. So to he do was it. like slowly draining the accounts. Not, you know. And he was he was actually. Uh, what was his name? He changed his name to arrested Paul. at that point. So like she was, she's not even not even on accused. the radar. Like right now, she could get to Mexico, no problem. These are things that I don't understand sometimes with this, where it's like yeah. if you know, and you know you did it. What is she doing with her fuck? What about her kids and shit? Like, what is she doing yeah. with the kids through all this? Yeah, we'll see. Oh, fuck. So, 
Exhumed Wallace's body, Michael Wallace's body. Fun fact, he was buried right next to David Castor. Wait. Uh-huh. So she had bought these plots, I guess, for the family or it was in the family or whatever. So David Castor and Michael Wallace were buried next, next to, each, to other. each other. Now, look, if she hadn't, oh, yeah, if she hadn't done it, it'd be like, oh, you know, like her two husbands that still weird, Just, still weird, but not as weird as that's weird as fuck. They're, yeah. And they're, they're technically Eskimo brothers. Eskimo brothers, and fucking brother, death well, brothers. They're fucking in heaven or hell husband, or ghosts. Husband in-laws. Husband in-laws. <laughs> nope, that's not a thing. It's not a thing, but it's not a thing. But it is something. They're next to each other in the fucking ground. That's fucking. The gravestones are right next to each other. So oh, they're exhuming the body in the Beloved husband. Yep. Twice. And I think both of them say husband to Stacy, like her name is on there oh, too. Man. Dude, if there's yeah. a, if there's a picture, I'll find it. Yes, please. Yeah. Yes. You can actually find the headstones right next to each other. There you is can? pictures of that. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So That's gangster. <laughs> it went, okay. Why? Because did she do it? If she did it or not, if she okay, if she did do it, that is some gangster shit. Gangster You're ass lining shit. Lining up your own body the bodies of your husbands. You get ready for the graves. Get ready for some real gangster shit. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So what the fuck. So there's enough soft tissue um to find out what Michael Wallace died from. Okay. Joel, are you sitting down? Yes. <laughs> You're sitting? Anti- Anyways. Is it anti- yeah, they found a ton of crystals. <laughs> Ton of crystals in oh, Michael's organs. Way. Yeah, the medical examiner determined that Michael had died from ethyl ethanol glycol ethyl ethyl glycol poisoning or antifreeze poisoning. Motherfucker. Now, now, what do you think, Joel? She did it. Mm-hmm. That's isn't that is that beyond reasonable doubt? Yeah. So at this point. So do the detectives, right? Yeah, like, like now we're at the point where it's like, okay, <laughs> again, two, one dead husband, ugh, horrible. Poor, poor two woman. dead husbands, oh my gosh, this is a little bit weird. Two dead husbands from, from- antifreeze. <laughs> yeah. Now we're in a world that's like yeah. bizarro world, right? I have, th- that's fucked up. But I, I'm caught on the graves. I have never heard this before. Isn't that crazy? How would that even? Who bought them? Yeah, she like pre-bought like six. Pre-bought. I mean, it is. It's fairly common to for families to have plots. No, no. And even if it is like a family thing, why wouldn't? Maybe she just bought. She's like, I just throw the other husband next to the other husband. Jesus and like Christ. at the funeral, like what are they? Do you know what I mean? Like, because you have the funeral right at the or Everyone, the everyone's just like, I'm having deja vu. <laughs> this is weird. So and like at the funeral, grave. being like, is that kind of whispering? <laughs> Grandma <laughs> nuts is like, what the fuck? <laughs> is that the fucking ex? They're gonna be next to each other. Do you know what I mean? And she's already got a bo- new boyfriend, right? Did she start dating someone else? Ooh. I think she does have a boyfriend right now. <laughs> it's been two, well, it's been two years. 
And you know she moves on quickly. So it's been two yeah. years. I think I remember something. Gotta be dating. Something in, at this point, I think she has a boyfriend. A side, maybe it's a side piece. She doesn't like being alone, that's for sure. So well, It is easy. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> you could just go visit, like when you're mourning your husbands. It's pretty easy. You can just sit between them. Fun fact, too, with that <laughs> is she never went to visit their graves ever ever first it was michael wallace so she never went there although you know if you look at that just on face value it's like okay maybe it's too hard maybe that's not how you like deal with someone's passing Mm. like maybe that doesn't bring you peace to literally stand on top of them maybe you want to do that right if it was that just alone that's not evidence of anything but weird now that we know. Dual husbands sleeping next to each other is fucking Deuce, deuce. <laughs> yeah. The double husbands, dude. It's Michael. It's Michael. <laughs> the double husband. <laughs> it's Michael and David. Michael and David. Both angels. Together forever. Both angels buried together. Annie Freeze angels just up <laughs> in the fucking bright green angels. Yep. Um, so they finally at this point. With all of this, and Joel, I know you're at this point as well. They finally bring Stacy in for questioning. This is the okay. first time that she's actually been brought in for any kind of interrogation, and yeah. they had to they had to get her in there under the guise of needing to fill out some paperwork or some kind of like, hey, can you just come out here for the last bit of something? Yeah. That's how they got her there, and then they got her into a room. Yeah, and mm-mm. my lips feel so dry. It's winter. Yeah, my lips are dry, too. It's winter out here, guys. So when interrogating Stacy, the detective showed her a picture of the glasses on the nightstand. Joel, you can show that picture now, probably. Okay. And asked her, Stacy, do you remember which one of these glasses you brought to David? She said, well, when I poured the antifree, I mean... Let's hear it for our next advertiser prize picks. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. Uh, it's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than uh, two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Uh, the big game is always right around the corner. Prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game-changing moment into a hundred times your money potentially with as little as four correct picks. You can turn ten dollars into a thousand dollars. It's demon time on Prize Picks, uh, so you're going at it here. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Uh, squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. Uh, and again, now you can win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. If you want to play alongside uh, alongside some of the prize picks' favorite players like uh, Meek Mill, Andrew Schultz, you can find them in the community plays underneath the promos tab of the app uh, to view the entries from some of the biggest names in prize picks community each and every week. This week on Prize Picks, I'm selecting Steph Curry for more than 29 points and the Joker for more than 10 rebounds. I think Bob's taking Anthony Davis uh, for more than two blocks and Damian Lillard 
for four three-pointers made. Go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use the code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match for up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Yeah, let's give it up for Liquid IV. Yeah. .com, baby. Promo code Nooners over there is going to get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless on accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I needed some Liquid IV to start off today. I start every day with a Liquid IV. Um, our kids are using Liquid IV. Yes. Um, they've got the new and improved sugar-free Liquid IVs as well. And Pear is back. Pear is back. That's my favorite. Pear was my favorite there. Um, big fan. But uh, hanging out, watching sports, hanging out with the friends and all that other stuff. You start boozing, you lose track of time, and then you're like, oh, shit. I need to rehydrate for the week. Got to pop in that Liquid IV. Are you a daily girl? Because I don't see you every single morning all the time. Yeah, I'm a daily girl. So I do um, one of the sugar-free grapes mm. or the sugar-free apple, which are my new faves, in 24 ounces. Okay. So it is supposed to be just in, they say, like, put a packet in 16, 8, 16 ounces. 16 ounces of water. And that's going yep. to hydrate you double. Um, I put in the 24 ounce, maybe onesie or twosie. Yeah. And go through the day. Yeah, it's I It's life too. changing. I, I call it Hydration Monday here on the show because it's, uh, it's one of those things where, again, you go hard over the weekends, you got the kids, you're not eating great, uh, you're boozing with some friends or whatever, and then boom, reset on Mondays, pop in the liquid IV, and you're good to go. Um, but it's, uh, it's a little pouch, that's it, you're ripping open, popping into liquid, 16 ounces or more. And you're good to go. Super easy there. Three times the electrolytes, uh, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with Liquid IV. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. The cranberry juice. (laughs) Then... I know you can't make it up, right? Then she got flustered, obviously, and was like, you guys are confusing me. You're all over the place. She got flustered and said, I'm done talking. I want a lawyer. So that's literally all of the interrogation that they got. Holy, she like accidentally just said. But listen, this is important to say. She did not accidentally say anti-free. That's what she calls anti-freeze. So I don't know if you've ever... There's certain brands that call it like anti-free. I've never heard it. I know a couple people or I have known or my grandpa or something where it was like, there's an anti-free brand. 
And then there's antifreeze, which is like what it's called. And so she was not saying it wasn't like she stopped herself in the middle of the word. She calls antifreeze antifree. So that's okay. the that's the word so that she, she uses. Yes, but that's what, what she uses, okay. and that's important. It's going to be important later. But okay. it wasn't like antifree. It was like she said the full word. Okay. And then was like, oh, you she guys have me all over the place. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. Um, so at this pe- at this point, they were preparing for the arrest after this. It was like, come we on. Got her. Yeah. I mean, sure, maybe you were flustered, but like, that's a pretty big little mix up right there for you. Yeah. Um, so they were taking a couple days to prepare um, for her arrest. But during those two days, Stacy made another 911 call. So what is this? So this is the 911 call that was placed during the two days that after they were pre- after she said that, said I want a lawyer and left. They were preparing to arrest her, and this is the call that they got a day later. Ambulance. My daughter is taking pills. I think there's something in her Ashley. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Bree wakes up in the morning. She goes into Ashley's room and she finds her on the bed, unresponsive. Oh, there's some interruptions going on. It's all right. Hopefully, they'll get back to it. Her eyes are wide open, but she's not seeing anything. Ashley is in distress. What the fuck? Stacy related to that dispatcher that Ashley had consumed alcohol. Okay, so I think that's it. She also that's the whole goal. Happened to Ashley involves a bottle of vodka and a mixture of prescription pills. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so also in the call she goes. The, she left a note in the 911 call. She left a note. Ashley, she's puking now. Oh my God. Oh my God. This cannot I be happening, right? If I can find the whole version, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll play that. We'll hopefully be able to play that. It's hard to find, which is weird. But Why do they hide that shit? I don't know. I need to find. I think we need to get. There's got to be some games. As we go on. We yeah, as we go on with this, like. We need to. I need to find some website, and maybe one of you guys know. Actually, oh yeah, some yeah. If you want to message Patreon. like something, some kind of site where I can find just clean nine one one calls um, yeah. from wherever, because that would be the fucking shit. Fuck yeah. Um. So, but I'm not that far along in my either am I in my crime <laughs> crime <laughs> time yet. Um. But anyways. So when law enforcement and first responders get to Stacy's house, she insists that they take this note. They're like trying to save her and and Stacy's following them like, don't forget this. She left a note. She left a note typed, typed note, which I will read to you now. Oh, fuck. (laughs) So this is the note that Ashley left. Okay. Before she tried to kill herself. Mommy. It's in quotes. The, the the note that Ashley left is in quotes. This is the note that that we could just typed. say this. This is Fucking the note <laughs> that Stacy is giving to the paramedics and the police. Like, don't forget this note. That she left a note. She left a note. She tried to kill herself. Mommy, 
when you read the letter, when you read this letter, just remember I love you and everything I did is because I love you. I'm sorry all of this is happening to you, but now everyone is going to know what really happened and they know it wasn't you, it was me. Fucking none God. was ever no one was ever supposed to know about daddy I told you when daddy died it was all my fault and it was daddy was doing things you never knew about he was drinking when he was when he was at pick a when he was at pick a pole house and at Lisa's house he was smoking pot again too I saw him, he was mean to you and me, and he only ever loved her. I couldn't let him do those things to you anymore. You think I don't remember how things were, but I do, and I didn't want to... So, like, it's written by a fucking dumbass. Not Ashley. <laughs> Wanted every, every love... I didn't want to live like that anymore. It wasn't fair to you or me. Daddy wasn't going to be good to you or be uh, ever only or be ever. Only Bree and I couldn't stand it anymore. Bree and I couldn't stand it anymore. The cops said that there was anti-free in daddy's body, but did they tell anyone about the rat poison? She spells it posen, P-O-S-E-N. And this is like a run-on sentence, it mm -hmm. seems like. Oh, there's no no punctuation whatsoever. Yeah. The, did, but did anyone, t did, but did they tell anyone about the rat posen too? When I got home from school that day, I knew that was going on. I knew it was going on. Daddy was barely breathing. I knew he was going to die. That's why I didn't call you for help or anyone else. I wanted to make sure he couldn't be mean to you or me anymore. He died before I went to pick Bree up from school. I watched him, and I knew he couldn't hurt you anymore. Then we were happy for a while, just the three of us, and then you married David, and he was mean to you. Um, he was mean to you was mean to all of us, meaner than daddy, and I knew you loved him like you loved daddy and you were going to let him treat you like he did and you wouldn't leave it. What you wouldn't leave him. Fuck? It wasn't fair, mommy. He didn't love you, you or me or Bree. I never thought anyone would miss David any, but you loved him. It was harder than with daddy because you were always home or with him, but it did, but I did it. I made sure he would never hurt you anymore to that to that Friday when David came home so you could go to the post office is when I first did it. It was easy. I asked him if he wanted something to drink and I put the antifree in his glass with some soda. He drank two whole glasses and that and it was and it only took he he drank two whole glasses H O L E. And that was all it took. That's all it took longer for David than with Daddy. Once I put the antifree in Daddy's Gatorade, it only took a day or so. And that's when he died, when you were sleeping on the couch after David locked himself in the room. I got the extra key because I knew where he hid it, and I put stuff in the room. I tried to get him to drink some of that booze with the dropper thing, but he was out of it and wouldn't. 
I poured the entire antifree in the glass and on the floor and left the bottle in the room and then I put the gloves back in the kitchen and got ready for work. You never knew. And no, all of these cops are saying all this stuff about you to everyone you know. And love, mommy, is just not fair when you told me they dug up daddy. I knew... What is this goddamn novel? What the fuck's going on? Sorry, and I knew what was going to happen. None was none of this was ever supposed or no one was ever supposed to know. And now they do and they think you did it, but you didn't. It was me. And when the cops came to my school today, I thought they had figured it out and I was going to go to jail, but they didn't take me, mommy. I can't live like this and watch what you are doing watch what they are doing to you anymore i can't go to jail for the rest of my life i can't put you through that i did the only thing to help you mommy i know you hate me for doing what i did but mommy remember i love you more than anything and did it for you and for us please forgive me mommy someday what when all of this is over please forgive me make sure you take care of brie she is all you have left now remember how happy we all were together and you will be happy again i promise you mommy tell matt i love him and i'm sh- and i'm sorry tell brie to be a good girl for you and i love her now i love her too please don't hate me love you ashley what the so that was obviously Ashley writing it, right? Oh, totally. How old is she? What do you think? God no, at it. this point, she is 20, I think. Like, she's a... Uh, yeah, that's like, I'm like, isn't she old? Mm-hmm. Why so, is she saying fucking mommy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think... Does anybody actually call it antifree? Nope. Yeah. No Again, like, I've, I have heard, or... Like, it didn't sound... It sounded weird, but... I, I know, I guess, coolant. What are uh, There's other words that people use for anti- and antifreeze is all I've is ever heard. Antifreeze right. is just like, you're just so dumb, you don't know what it's actually right. called. Right, which is perfect because it is that rare, right? Like you've never thought, heard. mother and daughter, they probably would call things the there same. There is that too, right? I guess, but interessant. It wasn't you. It was me. (laughs) I didn't. I did everything. You did nothing. Weird suicide note, right? Like, usually you're, like, saying goodbye to the people that you love and talking about, you know, the struggles that you're going through. You don't usually just make sure to exonerate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So when Ashley finally came came around after almost dying, she was greeted by a detective. So... The only reason that uh, Stacy ended up calling 911 is because Bree found her. So Stacy was letting her just get, like, puking up and, like, passed out. And, and she didn't die? Drooling. No. So Stacy was letting her drool in there for 17 hours. Oh, and finally Bree woke, you know, Bree woke up in the morning or came home from school, something, and found her and was like, Mom, we need to call 911. So now she was like, fuck. Okay, yeah, oh, woo, crazy, let's do it. Yeah, I'm calling right now, I don't even know. And so that's the only reason that she called. And because of that, she was able to, because with Ashley, I don't think it was an antifreeze. Antifreeze. (laughs) It was like 
some other concoction of like pills and vodka and whatever. So how the fuck? So anyway, she was greeted by detectives in the hospital and she's like finally waking up from like comas and all of these things that they're doing to her. And the detectives are asking her about the suicide note, about the attempted suicide, about her confession, not aggressively, but just kind of like, hey, like and Ashley is really confused. She has no idea what they're she's just like, I I do not have any idea what you're talking about. None of that. Nothing. Um, And what she ended up being able to tell the police was that her mom called her over and told her to come over and like celebrate. We need to celebrate. We've been going through a lot. And she got a couple bottles of vodka. They were going to like drink together. And especially if you're like a 20 year old. That's cool. It's cool. And it's like, okay, cool. Let's drink together. And um, her mom made her a drink. But Ashley said, like, it, it tasted really bitter, really bad. And she kept telling her mom, like, this does not taste good. And her mom was like, just put the straw, like, further in your throat so that, like, you don't taste it really. That's just, like, how alcohol is what sometimes. Her mom, t- yeah. So Ashley felt sick and was like, so they drank a little bit. Ashley felt sick and was like just went to bed like feeling really bad her stomach was hurting she was feeling really bad she went to bed and the next next thing she remembers she was waking up in the hospital fucking hell dude so they immediately arrest stacy for the murder of david castor and the attempted murder of ashley wallace she tried to kill her own fucking kid to get away with killing her. when i said this when I said this one, we started with the worst. Guys, this is payback, right? For all the, like, it's always the husband. Yeah. Guess what? When we do it, we do it fucking worse. <laughs> we do it crazier. We go for the daughters. We go for the husbands. I mean, this, this, is, this is how women that kill black widows, like, this is the kind of shit that they do. You just call them it's, black widows? That's what they're. That's what they call them? That's what they're called. Um, I like that, right? I mean, this is like what they call uh, wives, wives that uh, and have killed a couple, right? So it's like if you just have one, fine. But if you've killed like a couple husbands, you're a black widow essentially, because that's mm-hmm. what black that's widows what they, black do. widows do. So maybe it's natural. So this is like a perfect example. I think it was a good way to start it because it's a perfect example of how. They do it. I mean, her first husband, she was married to for 12 years. Fuck. Right? Like, it wasn't like this thing, like, she wanted to kill him right away. Whatever. 12 years. And then the next one was, like, two. Whatever. But they do it in a way that is, like, laying low, slowly poisoning. Sneaky, yeah. And then if anyone's going to find them out, they'll fucking kill them, too. Daughter. The daughter makes it fucked up. Is that, in, that doesn't seem... Like this is this is one of the craziest yeah because of that because you you've heard about like trying to cover up kill witnesses or anyone that can kind of corroborate yeah not your own fucking kids but when it's your daughter i mean that is as you say gangster gangster yeah i mean i wouldn't describe it that way joel but <laughs> you say gangster that's pretty right fucking gangster, that's pretty gangster so that's too much for everyone Joel thinks she's a gangster. I don't know. I don't condone any of it, but... <laughs> I don't like her anymore. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like her. When did you stop liking her? Did you I, like her before? I oh, well, I never really liked her. I liked her for a moment when she had the two grays. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were like, yo, dude. <laughs> Next it's not like these her. guys, by yeah. the way. Like it's not like these guys were like picture of amazingness. Oh yeah. Like they I definitely had like. Was she hot? No, nobody was hot in the story. All just Ashley was good looking. She had a good kid. Yep, Probably she had a cute. Felt okay with she had a cute kid, pretty girls, but like the guys, you're gonna put them next to each other. Besides a mullet, they look exactly the same. No shit. Yeah. She had a type. Um, she had a type. She had a red mustache, type of dude, chubbier oh. face, and again, these guys aren't like the most amazing, loving, doting husbands. Like yeah. there were problems, but just like with the guys that kill. There are other ways of getting out of relationships, yeah, divorce, is... leaving them, whatever yeah. it fucking may be. So in, in both instances, there's another way you can go, and they just decide not to go that way, and which is And did they crazy. do shit? I mean, I don't know what deserves being murdered, but... Nothing deserves being murdered, but I'm just saying, like... Are they really fucked? Were they really fucked up, you think, or... They weren't fucked up, but it wasn't, like... Just leave them. Real fun. Yeah, leave them. Just... I don't know if Leave I, it. Do and this, especially, I don't know if I want to do the wife the wife uh series cuz Oh my I, gosh, it's so good. Now. It's so good. What this series does is makes you um it's gonna make me paranoid. be fucking weird, dude. Because you're not going to even know. God damn it. I you're going to go you're going to go to the doctor no. and be like, "Dude, I fucking just feel I don't know, like I feel out of it." And the doctor's going to be like, Sorry, go back to your wife. And you're going to be like, okay. Like, why can you, like, I'm feeling sick. Can you make me something, medicine? Maybe like, yeah, I know. And you go right back into the murderer's den. Oh, God. Just kidding. Anyways, during the trial, the first witness to take the stand was Ashley Wallace. Oh, shit. And it was emotional, gut-wrenching. It was awesome. She is like a star witness that is just like, any any cross examination of like, but why'd you drink it? Why'd you? She's like, she was my mom. I trusted her. She's crying. She was like, the best. It was yeah. done and at she, that what, point. She was. She, my mom killed these people. Oh, she knew for a fact at that point in the hospital that her mom tried to fucking kill her. So like, Fuck. so then she's having to again get on the stand. If we talk about what Ashley has been through. Thinking that, like, feeling that she was responsible for her dad's death this whole time. Yeah. Then dealing with this David Castor guy, which, you know, he didn't deserve to be murdered, but he wasn't fucking nice to them, right? And they didn't get along. Yeah. Wasn't great. He was kind of a shithead. But Then he fucking dies. Then her mom tries to kill her. Jeez. Then she has to get on the stand, put her mom away, right? Lock her up. I mean, this God girl damn. is... If you want to talk about a gangster in the fucking story, Ashley Ashley's Wallace is a fucking gangster, dude. Yeah. And she looks pretty doing it. What can you say? Yeah. So, All right, props to Ashley. Props to Ashley. Um, so it was emotional. It was gut-wrenching. It was crazy. The nail in the coffin, actually, in the prosecution was the word anti-free. So before that, the prosecution was like, how do we know that Ashley didn't write this? Sorry, but, like, that's our evidence. There's a note right here confessing to it. How do we know that it wasn't her? Because there is no real evidence that it wasn't Ashley 
right? True. Except and it also that kind of stuff sort of runs in the family. You know? Right. So they're Maybe kind they're of like that's together. their full that's their whole defense because oh, by the way no. they don't have any other defense. Right? Like this lady and I don't think they could I don't think they could introduce Does she talk Does the mom? Yeah, she actually she say, went I didn't do that. She went on the stand. And that was the other nail in the coffin is that she was so emotionless. And when you see a picture of this lady, you just want to, she's got a punchable face. You just like, if you hear her, when you hear her talk, like it's, she's just like the worst. She's got, her hair is like, you know, like when you dye it red and then the gray roots come, but the red is at the Classic yeah. New York accent a little bit. Like I just hope That's to like get the back. Bartender at the hub. Yes, but <laughs> the bartender at the hub is an amazing, sweet, love refreshing her. shot of life. I love her. Yeah. Stacy Caster is a is a big, cunt. huge piece of shit. So she was the anti-free. The word anti-free. Was what was what finally, you know, put her away, nail in the coffin at sentencing. So uh, Stacy Cancer, Stacy Caster, Caster Troy. Wait, that's that's a face-off reference. We're right that's at the because all our references we're right at the modern. end. What are we gonna say? Yes, yeah. we are like on the cutting edge. We've got our <laughs> finger on the pulse of like what's trending, right? Yeah. <laughs> all of our references are. 2022 references. Over. We're even farther. We're like 2024 as yeah. far as like our references. You don't even understand how futuristic they are. So at sentencing, the judge said, wait, sorry, Stacy Castor was found guilty and was sentenced, sentenced to 51 years to life in prison. Guilty for what? Guilty for the murder of David Castor and the attempted murder of Ashley Wallace. They were not able to... Um, I don't think they were able to introduce even into the trial Michael Wallace, but it was something that the detectives knew, right? So I don't she they wasn't even, tried she wasn't tried she wasn't tried for that. Somehow they got that excluded. Sometimes that kind of fucking shit happens and they just have to like move forward, right? Fuck that. But at sentencing the judge said in my 34 years in the criminal justice system as a lawyer and a judge, I have seen serial killers. I have seen contract killers. I have seen murderers of all variety and stripe. But I have to say, Mrs. Castor, you are in a class all by yourself. Uh, Fuck you, bitch. Judge Yeah, because, my God. And I think he's actually, I have, like, chills. Yeah, I have um, little chills for just now. <laughs> I think because, like... He has seen all these things. He's seen evil. He's, seen, he's seen serial killers. He's seen the worst of the fucking worst. And I think he fucking means it when he's saying, but you are the fucking worst I've ever seen. Yeah, even just for a judge to give their honest an, an opinion. In sentencing. Like, in he doesn't sentencing. have to do that. Sometimes they do. But, like, if it's really bad. He's like, what the fuck? And it's like maybe between like death. I don't know what New York law was at that time, but if it was like between death penalty and this and whatever, like he he was probably just like you're getting the worst. Oh my god! And you're right. Very rare for them to have like a personal opinion about it. Yeah. But it's undeniable. Like that's how undeniable. Yeah. 
Great show. So Stacy actually died in prison of a heart attack. That was going to be my next question. In 2016. Wow. So she didn't actually even... Good for her. And by the way, I've talked about this before. Dying in prison, think what you will. It's a really, really horrible way to go. Um, As far as like the health care that they give you. Mm. Like they, I mean, you are in, you are basically dying in a hospital bed in a cell with no one around you, no one there. Good. And basically... You know, right. nurses or whoever just come and check until you're dead. Like, that's and just the fucking nurses it. nurses sort of in quotes, probably. It's like... Oh, yeah. They probably have a program For where sure. you, as a prisoner... I wonder, though, heart nurse. attack, if she was just kind of found somewhere, which is shitty. Like, I wanted her to, like, get some, uh, some kind of cancer and need to, like, have hospice care because that's the fucking shitty... I hope someone poisoned her. I hope I that think the it's funny. what she did. Exactly. I think it's funny that it was heart attack. That's what her she first was, husband died from, right? Yeah, and she was fairly, she was older, but she wasn't like old, like heart attack age, right? Yeah. So it it was a little bit weird. Good. And I, in my in my dreams, because sometimes I know that guards do this like with Dahmer, right? Where they like let the guys be alone mm-hmm. in the shower a little bit. In my dreams, I hope that a guard kind of, slipped in some antifreeze and like Fuck let yeah. one of the like her roommate or something force her to drink it like well, that's you know the way they found out what she did for sure like that's what the guards can oh do. they always do tell their friends like hey they that, they all that know right there try to kill her own yes kid. they all know exactly what you're in for and depending what it is like a Dahmer, for example and I don't know if it's that way so much anymore because they'll be held responsible but back in the day one hundred percent, the guards would be like, "Go ahead, Fuck I'm looking the other way," and maybe it still is that way. I have no idea, but back in the day, definitely a lot more. When they're like, "Hey, so we're gonna just like leave the shower area, mm-hmm. and we'll be back in fifteen minutes." Do you know what I mean? Whatever you guys want to do, yeah, yeah. Uh, she killed two husbands and she tried to kill her kid with the antifreeze. So, back anyways, we'll back in fifteen. We'll Oops, be back. I set this antifreeze down. Yep, I'll be back. Just give her, a t- give like one of the inmates a turkey baster and fucking antifreeze, and be like, because that is the worst thing that you can do to someone. So, like, I would have in again in my dreams. It that's what happened. happened. And that's what's cool about that is. Nobody gave a shit about her to find out what happened. Heart attack? No, heart attack? Cool. Fairly young, no family history? Great. Don't care. Nope. Don't want an autopsy. Don't want to know about it. Oh, and there is... I didn't really get into it because it it will be a really long show. But her dad died under weird circumstances. Are you fucking serious? And also, I think uh, she was supposed to be buried next to David or Michael, one of those, and the family, but the family petitioned for that not to happen. Gangster Ashley. Gangster Ashley, or I think it was the son of David, too, like, sued because um, there was stuff in the will that everything went to Stacy, and his son is like, bro, what the fuck? So he ended up suing and getting that money. And then I think they also petitioned or sued or whatever to get these graves kind of separated or at least not have her 
next to any of them, right? Fuck no. And I want to say, too, that they got headstones changed because I told you they it said, like, beloved, s- beloved husband no, of no, Stacy no. something. Yeah. So they ended up getting those headstones changed. And, um, good. you know. That's respectful. I'm going to do I'm doing a shot for Ashley, though. The true gangster. The true gangster of this story. And I'd be I mean, I haven't looked at any updates because in my I don't want to know that she's like a drug addict somewhere or something <laughs> like this. Like, I haven't looked at updates because in my mind, she's, she's like literally somebody. the strongest person in the world to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, of the story for sure. But, like, if she isn't, if she isn't a complete dirtbag, you know, bartender at the hub or a... Well, she's the daughter of the dirtbag guy, right? The first guy. Yes, but like we said, he he cleaned it up, and he was in early 30s. Like, you and I cannot fucking judge (laughs) anyone (laughs) that is drinking and... Jack and jerkin, <laughs> drinking, Jack, Jack and jerkin. Like we cannot judge that at all. But by thirty-five, you know, we're hoping that you clean it up a little bit, at which he did. It. Which he did. Right. Respect. It took a like DUI, you know, prison sentence or whatever. But he did clean it up, and he was, you know, he was like, okay, growing up. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know where Ashley is. You know. Again, I, I'm, a, I'm not going to look it up. I know I'm afraid to do the the update. But Joel, look, thank you for being here for me during this time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Thank you. You know, I think it was a good show. I think we how did crazy. How crazy was this story? It's the craziest was one there, so far. Was there any points where you thought she didn't? Or was it just like. Kinda, she did. She did it. Right. She did it, yeah, yeah. 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 I just didn't know. It's really hard. I'm going to have to find one where they were wrongfully accused. But like the best ones are when they do it and they yeah. try and get away with it. That is that is fascinating to me. Well, I had no clue there'd be two husbands, two husbands yeah, and a so daughter. The second husband kept going. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And then the daughter is like, no. And your favorite no part, fucking way. your favorite part. The fucking husbands buried next yeah, to each that, other. That's insane. Wow. And to get away with it for a long time. Mm-hmm. A couple years. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, could have gotten away with it forever. And that's the craziest shit with this stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Could have gotten away with it forever, but decided she wanted to do it again. That's, that's, that's the crazy. Nuts. Yeah. Well, even the second one, maybe she would have got away with it if she just split. Um, case the case stays open, but she's not even in the, the same second town anymore. One, she, they, they might forget about it, you know. But she stayed there. Yeah, but the second one she could have gotten away with. So the first one, clean. It was ruled. What happened she, to her dad? Okay, so for the first one, she apparently. You guys can look into it, or we can do it at the at the top of the next show. But there was something at the very end, or when you go through articles, you're going to see. Did Stacy Caster actually kill her dad as well? Because it was she had made him some drink and then he. Right. No, I can't go into it because we'll be here for five hours. Right. (laughs) But but, you know, in that. That was when you do that. 
again, when you do that kind of stuff, it, what confession? The uh, the note, the note that she wrote that was pre- pretending to be her daughter uh-huh. was actually why she could write it was it was the note that she mo- was going to write because she killed her dad. No, it was the note that she wrote uh, right. to because of both of the husbands. Right, but but she could channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah. Could channel. Oh, yeah. I killed my dad. I know what it's like. I'm yes. Gonna write this, <laughs> this fucking yes. Note. Oh, you're note. fucking right, yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, but when you're when you're dealing with again women that kill, those kind of questions come up because they're such like under the radar stuff that you don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, did you ever make your dad a drink? Maybe. You're a poisoner. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, did oh, yeah, she? I don't know, you but it's like your parents a drink. You know, that's normal. I think there is a story to it. Again, we'll talk to it. We'll talk about it in the other one. I but... won't be able to help it. I'll be looking that shit up for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, while you're editing this. Yeah. But anyways, this one was fun, right? It's a yeah, roller that's... coaster. That's the craziest Just straight. One so it's far. a roller coaster straight to hell, right? Yes. I mean, how dirty do you feel at the end of this? Where it's just like, oh my fucking god. I got chills, and I also you were... have like a. I could feel a resting paranoia that's going to be there, mm-hmm. like. And it should be. Why you treat her right. Why am I tired today? You treat her right. Feel, am I sick? Or you might get some smoothies every morning. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like she might all of a sudden be like, you know what, babe, let's get healthy. She, she makes me greens every morning. And antifreeze is fucking green. We have like a. Like and so powder, and so with the it? first one really quick. So with the first husband, that's what she was doing. It was just a little bit here and there, which is why he was like getting sick. Right. And then at the end, so that he would have that record. And I think with each dose, she was kind of thinking with, with, with each dose, she was kind of thinking that he may die from that, but it was kind of like upping it, upping it, upping it until finally the last amount that he ended up dying on the couch. But before that, she would just do a little here and there. And that's why he was going to the doctor being like, I just feel fucking sick. Like, I don't know what's wrong because it was just a little bit. Oh, to have the fucking like <laughs> the mind scary. to do that. Scary. Scary, right? Yeah, a little bit each time that I I feel bad like if asking for a ride. Right. Like imagine poisoning someone every day and watching them like suffering for months and months. Or what was it like a year probably before? Look, man, you haven't been married for that long. Yeah, a couple. But months. I'm gonna tell you something. After a couple amount of years, bud, looks easier and easier. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> you kind of like it. You're like, I love. No, you just sick. you kind of you kind of go. Some days. I could poison this some fights, <laughs> some whatever. You go. Yeah, no, I could fucking do it. You would never. You would never. But you go. Well, maybe a woman would. I get it. Like, I get a woman. I get a little... You know? Yeah. I would never, though. What would it take? No, I'm just... I, you know, I've got a... I'm married in the right state and uh, would definitely be paid handsomely for, you know, <laughs> taking care of my kids and live in a good house. So, like, I, there's no reason for me to... There's no reason for me to. I think when you're... There's certain circumstances where people feel like because of how bad the family court system is, 
I'll just say really quickly before we go, like how horrible the family court system is. Like you can with divorce and no matter what the other person says about you or whatever, like you can straight up lose your kids. You can lose custody. You can lose visitation, all your money. money. Like you could, and, and hopefully the most important thing is the kids, right? Yeah. Hopefully the more, not for fucking Stacy. No, for her it was the money, but for most people it's the kids where it's like, I don't want to lose, you know, I don't want to get to the point where I can't even see them or it has to be like, you know, supervised visitation, depending on what she says about me, whatever, like it can get really, really ugly and it favors one person or the other. Right. So family court is one of the worst places that you can find yourself in. And so in certain instances, I'm like, dude, if the family court system was a lot better, I think these murders (laughs) would stop happening. Mm. Honestly, if it was just like, look, let's just go. We're going to talk to the judge. We're going to get these this thing separated, and you can see whatever. But it's just so fucked up, and lawyers are so predatory about it that, like, you know for a fact when you get divorced, like, your whole life is going to be fucked. Yeah. And for some people, they can't handle that shit. And for some people, they're able to fucking murder as opposed to go yeah, through that, which is my, insane, insane, obviously. But I know I'm new to this. What is this? True crime? That's what you call it, right? Yeah. I'm new to this world. So, but in my head, each one of these that we do, I'm trying to be like, how do you get, like, trying to think of it logically. And that's why I'm fascinated by yeah, it. Yeah. How do you get to the point where? So even like I want to kill, kill somebody. Yeah. So even um. Like, people say, like, oh, you love serial killers. And it's like, I don't actually. Like, that doesn't, I don't really like. We did Dahmer just because he was a fascinating figure. But, right. like. But you didn't as, even watch the show, right? Like, you stopped No, I don't it. like that. And Dahmer was, like, probably the only real serial killer that we're going to do. Because that kind of stuff just doesn't fucking do it to, for me. What yeah. does it for me is when someone, a normal person, that would have never killed before and will never kill again. Yeah. Gets to the point where they can actually kill someone. Because in my mind, that seems so fucking far beyond anything that I can comprehend, right? So, like, to me, it's fascinating how someone, A, gets to that point and then afterwards tries to cover it up, tries to get away with it, What you know, whatever it is. Like, that... That would be a good episode to do one, like, on someone where you find out that, that they had to. Even if they're in jail still or they, they still get convicted, they deserve they deserve to be convicted because they did kill someone. Right. But through... Getting them to that point, yeah. And there's the facts, you're like, I see this... Okay, in this situation, I would do the same. Yes. And there are but, many... There are lots of people in in prison for that. It's just... It's backlogged, and it's trying to figure out you know, there's new laws that are coming up as far as like if you were abused for a certain amount of years or trafficked, right? And you ended yeah. up killing the person that was like abusive your pimp team. or abusive or whatever. Like what? So what you get a couple of years knocked off. <laughs> no, you get out. But th- but because there's so many people like that in prison, like they have to like go through each Every case. One. So there's there's women mostly that are getting let out of jail 
prison, for life sentences, whatever, because they determined that they were under some kind of, you know, either trafficked or it was an abuser. And maybe at that exact time, because the thing with self-defense is you have to prove that the danger was coming at you right then, not that they've been abusing you for years and you literally got one moment while they're sleeping on the couch. Do you know what I mean? Right. So when they look at the case and they go, she fucking stabbed him while he was on the couch. In the court's mind, it's like there was no imminent danger to her at that time. Right. So the moment. Right. So now there's, you know, new laws and things that are coming out to try and get these women out of jail that were like abused constantly and scared and whatever fucking day either beat up or scared or you were you know with them since you're 14 as a prostitute and now you've grown up with them and now it's like they're all you fucking know and you don't understand like that kind of stuff is pretty common yeah um but you have to prove you know the guy had a fucking gun in his hand right then and he was but by the way by that time you're dead so you have to find yeah. a time when their back is turned or they're sleeping or yeah, they're whatever. Yeah. Especially if they're so bigger, you can escape. Yeah. You're terrified of them. So it's actually kind of amazing that some of these women are in jail. But certain laws have to be passed and certain things have to happen in order for them even to get a trial yeah. to go back. And as we know, things move fucking slow, slow. as shit. So yeah, you're right. Like, there are many people that have killed that I go, uh-huh. Yeah. 100%. But this kind of stuff, no. This one's fucked. This one you really Why? can just walk away or you can leave or divorce or stay at your mom's for a little bit or whatever it may be. So do you think she was just fucked up in the head a little bit where she was like, that's the easiest way? Cause she, yeah. I think she had to be fucked up at least. Husbands? Okay. Daughter, I kind of get it. But now we're into, now we're in psycho. and I think that's why, like the right? judge said, like you are in a class all by yourself because it's like, how do you? Do no that? one can even get. No one can even wrap their head around what her fucking problem would be. Are you sociopath? Are you psychopath? Are you fucking narcissist? Like, what are you? We can't even figure out what you are because it's just so fucking crazy. Yeah. Anyway, husband didn't even know at all. Yeah. And even after all of that, the daughter was like, oh, I would drink with you. Uh-huh. Which means she was smart about it, too. Exactly right. So maybe sociopath, where she's, like, very good at getting people to do things that she wants them yeah, to do. Like, and manip- like everything was fine every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I th- like, as the husband, you're like, you know what, babe? Things have been better. And she's like, yeah, I know. Here's a drink. And Here you're like, you go. Oh, I know weird. you've been sick. Let's celebrate. Here's some Mountain Dew. Yeah. Oh, you've been sick. You know what really helps me when I'm sick? Mountain Dew. (laughs) Or like a, yeah, antifree. Huh? (laughs) I mean, she was some backwoods, by the way, backwoods, white trash motherfucker. So there's that too. Yeah. And money is, again, even $55,000 is a lot of fucking money. If she thinks she, and she did it again with David, she got money too. So she did. Look. Anyways, love you guys. Money talks. <laughs> and Ashley Wallace, the gangster, walks. Um, love yeah. you guys. Love y'all. Love y'all. Thank you, Joel. Thank Coop you. will be back next week. Have a 
I hope you guys had an amazing yes, this comes Thanksgiving. Out Thanksgiving. Um, sorry, we weren't, we didn't do a show, but we just think that everyone should just be with their family and they shouldn't be listening to fucking murder, you psychos. Love you. Bye. Wait, pro, you gotta say prolapse. Uh. <laughs> prolapse. <laughs>